there's some new shows in town. Welcome to the City of Angels. Don't let the name fool you. So let's dig in. You guys judge, I'm gonna just keep going. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, March 25th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies, but first, your entertainment headlines. Naya Rivera's former Glee co-stars are reuniting for next month's Glad Media Awards to pay tribute to the actress who died last July from accidental drowning. Chris Colfer, Darren Chris, Jane Lynch, Kevin McHale, Heather Morris, Matthew Morrison, Amber Riley, and many others are among those honoring the legacy of Rivera's character Santana, who came out 10 years ago on the show. Demi Lovato, who played her girlfriend on the show in season five, will introduce the tribute. Houston Tumlin, the former child actor who played Will Ferrell's foul-mouthed son in Talladega Nights' The Ballad of Ricky Bobby, has died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. He was 28. That 2006 movie is Tumlin's only acting credit, playing 10-year-old Walker Bobby. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head over to EW.com. Now let's summon our top three picks, starting with number three, Paradise City. The new series is one of the final projects featuring the late Cameron Boyce, who died at age 20 in 2019. Boyce stars as Simon Ostergaard, a teenaged aspiring singer and DIY concert promoter who's the estranged son of a famous music mogul. Simon eventually crosses paths with Johnny Faust, a rock star with ties to the occult, who has his own estranged child living in Los Angeles. The series was inspired by creator Ash Avildsen's own life as a kid estranged from his famous father and his experience in the music industry, with a dash of the supernatural thrown in. Here's a preview. What was the real reason that you took a break from the Relentless? We were on tour. 18-year-old virgin begged to get on the bus. I wonder if that girl's watching this interview. This is your life, girl. Your decision. Miss Penup is there on TV talking about it. We can't keep going the way we have been. I'm not going to be a gold digger groupie in the tabloids, Ma. Well, she didn't give me his last name. The local message boards are saying the only reason I'm putting on bigger shows is because of who my dad is. Your pops put you in on this action? I've never met him. Paradise City also stars Bella Thorne, Boo Boo Stewart, Faroujah Balk, Drea DeMatteo, and more. And you can stream it on Amazon Prime Video right now. We are all craving a vacation these days, but while we can't actually get away, some are finding an escape through travel via TV, including EW's Maureen Lee Linker, who joins me now to discuss what she's been watching lately. Hey, Maureen, how are you? I'm good, Jared. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Um, I'm so excited to hear these two uh, shows that you are, are here to talk about. It, it truly is a two-for-one. So so <laughs> please, uh, everyone, fasten your seatbelts and put away your tray tables. We're about to take off. Take it away, Maureen. Uh, well, I am talking both about Searching for Italy with Stanley Tucci and Men in Kilts, uh, two really wonderful travel shows that are currently airing. Uh, Searching for Italy is on 
uh, CNN and Men in Kilts is on Stars. Um, Searching for Italy is much more food focused, but in a mm-hmm. way that I think CNN is really great at doing, where yeah. they use food as a jumping off point to explore all the things it touches, whether it be history, culture, art, politics. Um, and it really shows us how ingrained food is in our lives and how it is not separate from all these other facets of our lives. And I love the way that Stanley Tucci and the show in general are doing that. I think that's something that Anthony Bourdain used to do really well. So I'm super pleased to uh, see that mantle picked up in some way. Mm -hmm. And then Men in Kilts is a little more silly. Uh, It's Sam Hewen and Graham McTavish from Stars' Outlander going around Scotland and exploring all these different aspects of Scotland. So the first episode was food. They've done a music on the music of Scotland. They've done one on sport. They've done one on legends. So really delving into all these different aspects of Scottish culture and what makes it a great place to visit in a very unique culture. So two really different, unique lenses on, uh, on these two fabulous countries and really absolutely giving me wanderlust in both cases. (laughs) Yeah, you're not kidding. I mean, just the, the visuals alone, um, in both series, uh, I'm going to jump back to uh, searching for Italy. I mean, of course, we all know Italy is is beautiful, and, and the the landscapes are are just fascinating. It's, then you get over to the Amalfi Coast, and it's ah, it's just stunning. Um, but even you know, Italy has just really beautiful cities as well. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is that the you know the history and the culture there has really shaped so much of of the the visuals. Um, but I want to talk specifically about we see him making pizza. We see him um, trying things that otherwise I think some people might be like, mm, I don't know, yeah. like when you're getting into the uh, into the offals spelled O-F-F-A-L-S, but some people might think that they are (laughs) A-W-F-U-L. But it's just, is there like a favorite moment you've had so far from that show? Oh, man. Um, Well, I think my two favorite episodes have been the Bologna episode and the Sicily episode, because those Mm -hmm. were two places in Italy that I really knew nothing about. And I, I felt like I learned so much about their culture more broadly. And, you know, I think it's really easy to think of a country as a monolith. And a great thing about this show has been seeing how different all of these regions are, whether it be in the staples of their diet or um, or their cultural history or their architecture. Um, honestly, my favorite moment might have been in the Sicily episode where he went to the home of the two people who have taken in two refugees, one mm-hmm. from Egypt and I believe the other one was from Nigeria. And just seeing the way that um, culture and food is such a result of an infusion of all these different experiences and how important migration is to the evolution Mm -hmm. of that. I thought that was handled so beautifully and really allowed the show to showcase both Italy's ancient history and, and its history now, like how it's changing and reacting to what's happening in this day and age. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic series, and uh, it will definitely make you hungry. So uh, get ready <laughs> yes. for that. It it accomplishes its goals there. Let's jump up to Scotland with uh, Sam and Graham. Uh, these two are just they are so funny together, which is a huge appeal here uh, to the show. But but same question, a, a favorite moment so far. I mean, it might be Sam skinny dipping. That's horrible to say. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Um, uh, 
Honestly, I really loved the first episode with all of the food. I'm a huge foodie just like you are. And Mm. that hotel they went to in Edinburgh where they had that giant scallop. I was like, that's one of the first places I want to go when all of this is over. It looked so delicious. Yeah, I think that is surprising, too. People think that food in in England and Scotland, it's going to be very boring and bland. Uh, When I went to Scotland a few years ago, it's some of the best meals I've ever had. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I loved that the show showcased that, that it really you know, overturned that notion that the food is bland or has no flavor or has no history. Um, And I loved how they just showed you how much that is not true, whether it be whiskey or seafood or what have you. And um, and it is it's always so fun with them. They have such a good sense of humor and really great banter back and forth between them. I will say with both of these shows, I'm really grateful they're airing now more towards the end of the pandemic, because I think mm-hmm. if this they had been airing this time last spring, I it would have just made me too sad to watch. Them. <laughs> That's a very good point. That is a very good point. Yes, it, it feels like travel it, that we're almost there. We, we can almost take these trips again. I, I have a few uh, staycations I want to get in first and travel in the U.S., but Europe very soon, I hope. <laughs> I um, hope so, well, too. <laughs> yeah. Men in Kilts, a road trip with Sam and Graham is still in its first season. You can watch it on Stars. Previous episodes are also available to stream uh, for DirecTV and Star subscribers, or you can catch it on Fubo TV. Stanley Tucci Searching for Italy is also available to stream via DirecTV and Sling, and you can very likely catch reruns on CNN. Thanks so much, Maureen. <laughs> My pleasure. Because I can't talk about food enough, we're cooking up our number two pick, Baketopia. YouTuber Rosanna Pansino, known for her popular baking videos, hosts this HBO Max competition series in which bakers must build trend-setting cakes and delectable desserts as they vie for a $10,000 prize. They'll have to impress Rosanna and her Cake Council, featuring judges Donal Skihan and Timbo Sullivan, while crafting elaborate cakes that we regret you won't be able to see in this preview. This isn't your basic baking show. Party time. Oh, she broke out the good stuff. I feel like she knows me. I'm mashing up major baking trends. I feel like we have defied the laws of jelly. And challenging bakers to create new ones. This is definitely a beast of a challenge. It's gonna be a battle. Bakers can experiment. Hey, Gregory, don't set the place on fire. Be themselves. And taste their full potential. You guys judge, I'm gonna just keep going. Don't just follow the trends, bake them. For those who like to eat their dessert first, that's me. You can stream Baketopia on HBO Max right now. It's trivia time. We'll have more on Superstore in just a minute. But first, a question about star Ben Feldman. Before playing Jonah on the NBC sitcom, Feldman earned an Emmy nomination for his performance on what acclaimed drama series, Breaking Bad, Mad Men, or The Sopranos? Stick around for the answer and our number one pick. What to watch? We'll be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, 
their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuitsandjam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. And now it is time to bid a fond farewell with our number one pick, the series finale of Superstore. The NBC sitcom is closing down for good tonight, bringing the stories of Glenn, Dina, Sandra, and the rest of the Cloud Nine crew to an end. The two-part finale will see America Ferreira's Amy returning after her departure earlier this season to fight for the future of Cloud Nine. With the fate of the store up in the air, the rest of the gang tries to figure out their futures as Amy finds herself reevaluating her move to California and away from Jonah. EW senior writer and my fellow Superstore superfan Sam Heifel recently discussed what she'd like to see in the finale on our What to Watch video series. Take a listen. I want to see everyone in that final episode. You know, I want one final, like, chaotic group meeting and all the things that happen there. I think the biggest question marks are, one, Jonah and Amy, like, come on. You know, Mm -hmm. America's coming back. This season has also brought up the question of, will this store survive? You know, recent episodes have been about all of the terrible things that have happened there for (laughs) comedic purposes. Makes great TV, makes for a terrible store. Mm -hmm. So is corporate going to shut it down? That's now one of my biggest questions is, will the store survive? What's everyone going to go off and do? I didn't think about that. I know. I mean, that would be kind of a bummer, but maybe if they yeah. find a way to give them all other... Ch- I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's terrible. This is why I'm not in the writer's room. Well, we'll have to tune in to see what the writers did cook up. One silver lining, by the way, for Superstore fans, NBC is developing a spinoff focused on Bo and Cheyenne with Johnny Pemberton and Nicole Sakura returning. We're eagerly awaiting more news on that. In the meantime, the Superstore finale begins tonight at 8 on NBC. And lastly today, the answer to our trivia question. Superstore star Ben Feldman earned an Emmy nomination for his performance on what acclaimed drama series, Breaking Bad, Mad Men, or The Sopranos? Well, pour yourself a glass of whiskey if you got this one right. The answer is Mad Men. Feldman played eccentric copywriter Michael Ginsberg on the AMC series, receiving an Emmy nod for Outstanding Guest Actor in a Drama in 2012. That is our show for today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I am Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Usden.